This week's From My Notebook is dedicated in honor of a Rafur Shalema, a quick and complete healing for Azari Yonason Shimon Shmuel Ben Leone. Last week after Shabbos in many places around the world, including British Columbia, we set the clocks back an hour, reverting to standard time. When my friend reminded me that it was this week that we changed the clocks, many thoughts came to mind. An extra hour of sleep would be great. Or some extra time to make it past chapter one of a book I bought already months ago. Or to do some cleaning. I think the bathtub is calling my name. It never seems as though there's enough time in the day to accomplish all that needs to be done. So it was quite refreshing to have a 25-hour day. But then I started to really think about the whole idea of setting the clocks back. Were we really able to change time? What if I were to change my watch back two hours? Well, everyone would think that was ridiculous. I'd be late for appointments and miss out on many activities. So setting back the clocks only works because we do so as a collective. But who are we really tricking? When it's convenient, setting the clocks ahead. When it's not convenient, setting it back. I wonder what Hashem thinks of all this as he watches our attempts at manipulating his creation. Now, setting the clocks may give us an extra hour for a variety of tasks, but it doesn't literally help us go back in time. But what if it could? What if I could go back to yesterday when I made that comment that I wished I hadn't? Or to last week when I forgot to hand in my work assignment on time? Or even last month when I missed the deadline to sign up for a phone plan that was even better than the one I already have? What if I could just turn back the clock and correct all those mistakes? Wouldn't my life be so much smoother, so much easier, and so much more peaceful? Avram Avinu had 10 tasks which he went through. The ultimate one which culminated in his readiness to sacrifice his son Yitzchak's life after being childless for so many years. Each of the tests that Avram faced, he did so with vitality, exuberantly com- proclaiming to Hashem, Here I am. He confidently tackled the challenges without thought of despair or distress. Furthermore, after each test, not once did Avram complain or question his role in life. Rather, he persevered, moving forward to the next phase of Hashem's plan. Why don't we read about Avram bemoaning his fate and reviewing his life to Sarah? I can just imagine the conversation would sound something like this. Oh, Sarah, I can't believe that I refer to you as my sister. That was so silly. I should have just said you were my wife. And what was I thinking of shrugging off Hashem to go and take care of three strangers whom I didn't even know? If only I could turn back the clock and relive those moments, surely I would do things better. The reason we never heard such a discussion is because it directly contradicts that which Hashem created the world for. Our mission is to make a dwelling place here on earth for Hashem. And the way we achieve this is to take the imperfect and cultivate and transform it into perfection. The mistakes we make in life are what give us the chance to grow, learn, persevere, and challenge ourselves to reach new heights. Regarding Avram's test, the question asked is why did Hashem test Avram? Didn't Hashem know how Avram would react? But the truth is Hashem tested Avram not so Hashem could know, but rather so that Avram could know what he was capable of achieving. You see, going back in time may give us the opportunity to eliminate our mistakes, but it also eradicates our opportunity for development and growth. So while an extra hour is a welcome benefit, it's always better to take two steps forward rather than taking one step back. Wishing you a wonderful Shabbos.